Hello and welcome to You Well and Friends, a podcast brought to you by Unfocused Love. In today's episode, we talk to Connor and Rob from the South East London band Castells. We talk about all things from their musical beginnings to how they coped as a band in lockdown and about their plans for the future. Hope you enjoy it. Hi everyone and welcome to You Well and Friends where we talk about independent music with some of our favourite artists and talking about all things music. So um, Ant, you're joining me today as always. How are you getting on? Man, I can't hack the heat. I can't hack it. It's quite I hot. I can't hack it at all. I've got really bad hay fever as well. So like I'm sleeping, my, my um, weird enough in my house, my room has got a, is the back door comes through my room, which is both handy and not. So the, yeah. the, I was like, right, I need to have the door open so I can not sweat. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I woke up, couldn't see just from the, like, uh, the hay fever. And, but you know, <laughs> you can't complain. That's the thing. It's a very yeah. British thing to be like, oh, too well, oh, too cold. Yeah, complain when it rains, complain when it's sunny. It's, yeah, but this is it, man. It never changes. <laughs> well, who are we joined by today and how would you describe them? Yeah, no worries. So today we are joined by some guests who are hailing from South East London. They are a four-piece who have been making moves in the spheres of indie, indie pop and alternative rock. Formed in 2017, our guests cut their teeth as a powerful quartet delivering thundering chordal riffs and sweet anthemic vocals to boot, building a name for themselves in venues such as the Amersham Arms and New Cross before releasing singles including Do You Remember, Viola and Calling Me Out before playing top shows in flight top flight venues including the garage and a personal favorite of ours at ul moth club alongside releasing their single fallen for you they have recently released their stellar debut ep viola with the title track being featured on bbc introducing and bbc radio one ladies and gentlemen let me introduce to you castells how are you guys doing i uh hello how are we we're good yeah, thanks man thanks for having us yeah no problem you. not a problem at all how are you guys dealing with the heat uh, like you, we both also have hay fever, so <laughs> nice. we are both struggling, but I think we're just, yeah, like you said, we can't complain too much. It's good weather, yeah, yeah. better than what I we've been having for the past couple of months. My my personal exactly. favourite is me sneezing 45 times a day, um, nice. and, it, and it genuinely, by the by the end of it, my, my eyes are like bright red bloodshot, <laughs> and it just does not look good. Um, however... <laughs> like i'm a bit of a sucker for sunshine as soon as there's a little bit of sunshine my mood is immediately right through the roof so yeah and just nice and rain rain <laughs> is the worst sun sun is the best we'll <laughs> just go with it. get yourself yeah. dosed up on hay fever tablets and yeah. everything will be fine you'll That's be you'll be <laughs> you'll be very drowsy throughout the day but at least you'll be getting a tan yeah, <laughs> exactly i'm drowsy the throughout the day anyway <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. how have you guys been coping over the last year with coronavirus times have you feel like you've picked up new hobbies or anything that you you, you think you'll keep when lockdowns sort of disappear um i've been playing too much Fortnite, so that i don't know, i don't know if you can call that a hobby or or just the child within me wanting to come out but yeah i've been playing a lot of gaming online with a couple of friends and to be honest because obviously we can't be going out so i've been trying to find ways to keep busy at home obviously me and rob have been trying to write as much as we can we've had to do that over zoom now but 
yeah, we're just trying to keep ourselves bit as busy as we can because me and Rob both work in pubs, so throughout most of the year we've not been working. So just trying to go on way yeah. too many walks, spending way too much in Costa, and yeah, Fortnite gaming. It's been nice though. It's been very yeah. nice. I, I feel think... like. Sorry, go on, Rob. I was just gonna say, I think, I think um, with the entire lockdown thing, it, it really, um, really stumped us at the beginning because we were like, how the hell are we gonna do? this you know how are we going to continue with the band if we can't play shows and we can't meet up to write yeah um and that for us was just a a major like um like issue that we we couldn't really look at getting past at one point um so someone suggested zoom to us and i think we've probably been i don't want to say it because i love writing in person but i think we've probably been better writing over zoom than we'd ever done before maybe because we had all the time to write and the the consistency of it maybe we'll just become better writers but actually the um like the the way that you can write over zoom like the ability to mute each other in golf and do your own thing then come back and um it's just it's actually worked really well um yeah to the point that we how many songs have we written this year so far con Loads, uh, about twenty, thirty, yeah, between twenty and thirty. Wow, probably. yeah. Nice. At one point, we was writing about three a week. During the peak of the lockdown, we was writing about three a week. But, nice. With yeah. that in mind, you reckon you'll have a record coming out? Um, yeah. <laughs> I think we might have to have a couple of records coming out next year. Um, <laughs> the ticket, double LP, guys. That's what it's double all LP. about. <laughs> yeah, we would love to, but I think we're just gonna. For now, we'll just keep trying to release singles every few months. So then, you know, never know. In it, it maybe in a, a year or so, we might release a bigger body of work. But at the moment, it's just EPs and singles. I think. Nice. Do you think um, it being over Zoom and sort of you can't really focus on much else when it's just like just Zoom on a screen? Do you think that's made it more intentional and? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, well. Like Rob said, we always used to write. I would always go around Rob's and we'd just record, <clears throat> write and record a demo that in that day. And then we'd take it to the guys at band practice and sort of go from there, try and make a song out of an idea rather than just me and Rob making noises. Um, so we so we obviously got very used to doing that previously. But yeah, like Rob said, having Zoom there, you can just focus on that and then you because you're on your own as well you can sort of still be just as sort of experimental uh, on your own like you can go off and play guitar come back to it keep recording on your own but yeah it's it's it's, it's been weird but we, i feel like we've got the hang of it now other it's than the good, connection good work around yeah difficulties <laughs> well, yeah. but it definitely yeah. took away some of the personality of it as well you know um the having two people in the same room and when you do yeah. get something that sounds really good, you both get excited about it, and that obviously, like, definitely pushes how well a song is written. Um, with Zoom, it, I the only way that Connor can ever hear what we're doing is via the screen share thing. So he's hearing my computer audio through the no, he's hearing my my speakers, so it's coming out my interface, coming out the speakers, and he's hearing it through the Max built-in microphone so it's right. not perfectly clear i mean it's <laughs> the internet connection as well will speed it up slow it down 
Um, it's, it's definitely not the best way forward, but I know there's things out there where he could hear my audio live, but it just it would just it's just too much faffing around. Yeah. Um, we we would love to just be able to write in a room together again, but it was the the ease of it at the time. You know, I could, he could see my screen, he could see what I was doing. Um, any like every now and then I'd send him a bounce of the file so then he can have a proper listen and then start yeah. writing some melodies or start throwing down some vocal tracks or something and then just bounce them straight back to me it was always yeah super easy yeah it was, uh, we were very fortunate enough to both have sort of interfaces and mics at home and setups and everything so we could just record our part email it over so that definitely yeah. was helpful and then keep it going yeah and keep I was going to say like, if, if you're only hearing the computer audio it sort of you'd only get the impression that all of your stuff's now really lo-fi yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean as much as I would love that we um we, yeah it's 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 nice to to have a, a high quality version sent to me because I can obviously hear the bare bones of the song but and and I can come up with melodies or, or guitar parts or whatever but it's definitely nice when I hear the full <clears throat> bounced version of it it's just so much clearer and I'm like oh okay the bit that I that Rob was sure about, which I wasn't, now I get why he was so sure about it. Yeah, it sits more yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So have you have you had any rehearsals since uh, being allowed to go back to doing that sort of thing? Yeah, we had t- we've had two now. Um, we we had one literally the day that we was allowed to go back into the same room with more than uh, like two of us. That was when was that? Was the fifteenth? Was it? Yeah, something like Seventeenth of March, yeah. That was our first rehearsal. And then March, wasn't it? Oh May. May. Yeah. Seventeenth of May. I was gonna May. say it wasn't that long ago actually. No. Was, yeah, seventeenth <laughs> of May we literally as soon as we found out that we could legally be in one room together, we all just jumped at the opportunity and just booked a room. And then we've done one more since then. And it's been strange, but we don't suck as much as I thought we would I thought going nearly nearly a year <laughs> I mean we suck just not as much as I thought um, yeah does everyone yeah, remember it, the songs uh, no, not <laughs> some of them we remember, we remember the, the ones remember. we played off yeah, <laughs> yeah we remember, remember do you remember because and because ironic, do remember. yeah <laughs> and because um, we played that one for for years but the newer ones we yeah we didn't wasn't quite as <laughs> on the same page as each other you with just, those ones. you just have Connor like laughing at me because I, I'm I'm the worst for remembering guitar parts and any like most of the time as well when we've gone to the studio to record these new songs we've changed them a little bit as well so I'm sitting there as soon as that lead guitar part comes in I'm just staring at the floor Connor's <laughs> laughing in my face and so Connor's not singing by this point because he's too busy laughing at me then um, our bassist realises that Connor's laughing at me, starts laughing at Connor, and then it's just the, because the drummer has in it, so he can't hear any of us. He's just carried on. He's, <laughs> so he's, just, yeah, he's fine. Just marked by himself, <laughs> just still going. <laughs> and we're like, stop. Yeah, we definitely went into like playing a few of those songs a bit too confident. We was like, right, boys, we got this. We can still remember. You, it's like riding a bike, isn't it? You know, you never forget. Yeah, and then yeah. we just like, three, two, one. Rob's in the wrong key. I'm out of tune. Like, <laughs> we were just like, okay, maybe we should rehearse a bit more. It's yeah. like a, yeah, learning to walk again, I suppose, really, isn't it? Yeah, it literally yeah. is. But it's all right. By the time we play a show, we'll, uh, we'll be half decent. 
Or no, the crowd no, will no, be no. very drunk we'll be, that we sound half decent. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. got to hope to come on late enough. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll be yeah. everyone, man. Everyone will be drunk and all the bands will be shit and you'll be grand. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Exactly everyone will love it anyway. That's exactly what it's And everyone you watch, everyone will come on stage and they'll be like, Oh, I, well, I haven't played in a little while, you know, go easy on us and it'll yeah. be exactly yeah. the same for everybody. And we'll be like, yeah, it's well, fine, it's yeah. fine. And, guys, and, and we'll, we'll come off stage thinking that was the worst show we've ever played and everyone will be like, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think people will just be happy to to see some live music and hear, hear like, yeah. everyone in the room at the same time singing along and stuff. That would be, I mean, Actually I'm looking feeling, forward to that. Feeling some vibrations of music for, yeah, for, sure. for once. This is it. Like, I went to, to a, I went to a club night. Um, I mentioned it on the last one, but I remember going, <laughs> we went to a club night, and just even feeling like the power of a sound system was so like foreign. But it was such mm. a like a beautiful experience to have that. Yeah, yeah. even yeah. though we were all sitting down. I can imagine that. <laughs> it's like down. when you go to a gig, yeah. and and you you can feel the bass like literally shake you, can't you? Yeah, yeah I can't yeah. wait to to be in a crowd and on stage as well, but to feel that as well it's just definitely an energy which I've missed for sure definitely and, and the crowd um, singing the songs back that is like insane <laughs> that feeling like yeah. when you when you sit there and you go oh we like we started this in my bedroom for three years well do you remember three four years ago started this writing random little notes and and <laughs> just hoping that someone would like it and then now you get an entire crowd singing it back to you it's just insane just a completely like bizarre feeling knowing that you wrote that and they're singing it at you and you're like i don't even have to sing this anymore Con the half the half the time kind of points a microphone to the crowd because he's like i don't have to sing yeah, don't need to yeah <laughs> i don't have to sing anymore <laughs> my job's done <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back there man we'll get back there yeah So let's uh, let's take it back to where, how did Castells begin? What was did you know each other from school, or did you just sort of you know bump into each other one day and think, oh, I could probably do music with him? Like, <laughs> um, so me and Mark, the drummer, we have known each other since we was about four years old. Mm -hmm. We went to nursery together, and then we both went to primary school. We went to a school in Sidcup, where we're from, and. I've known him since I was yeah, like I said, since I was four, <clears throat> and then me and him both went to second, uh, separate secondary schools. He passed his eleven plus, I didn't. Um, <laughs> and at his secondary school, he met a guy called Robert Castellino, which is who's that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Rob and Mark met at school, and Matt, our bassist, was sort of a a mutual friend of yours, wasn't he, Rob? Yeah, so I I would have met Matt. I was actually friends with Matt's twin brother uh, in like year seven I just I've met him via some other people he went to a totally different school and um and I met I met his twin brother and me and him used to hang out and then I found out that Matt just was a bit more like me anyway like he he had similar music tastes and whatnot so I actually en ended up still being friends with both of them but was uh, ended up being a lot closer to Matt um, and then I realised that Matt was a bit of a music man in terms of what he wanted to do with his life, and it just kind of clicked after that. Um, yeah. I think um, I'd, I'd say I'd say the 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 first attempt at Castells was after Reading 2014, was it? Yeah, yeah. So 
me, Mark and Rob, we attended Reading Festival together. Before that, we, well, me and Mark were obviously close and Mark and Rob were pretty close, but me and Rob never really spoke much. We we, we, we know of each other, but we were never really close. And um, one day, we was going, uh, Mark just messaged me and was like, oh, by the way, I know you need a lift to Reading. Uh, my mate Rob needs a lift as well, so he's going to jump in with us. I was like, yeah, that's fine, that's cool. And then on the way there, we just listened to bands who were playing that year, just on repeat. We was all just singing along, got like got all excited together. And then I think one day, <laughs> one evening at Reading, drunkenly, we just decided, you know what? We all love music. We're all super close. We was, we was all just like <clears throat> daydreaming of being on stage. Like the people, the bands we were watching, we were daydreaming. We was in their position, and we were just like, yeah, let's let's start a band. And um, normally when you have these bright ideas when you're drunk it never happens but we we literally left Reading and booked a like um, rehearsal room yeah. and went there and at the time it was me Rob Mark and our fr- other friend Connor um, just kind of jamming mucking around we never knew what sort of style we wanted to be but we just wanted to see if we could get something exciting going we um, wanted to be the uh, the the new nineteen seventy five. Yeah, basically, um, everyone did at that time. I'm pretty sure yeah. <laughs> they, were, um, they were doing it right. Yeah, so so we were just yeah, basically every song sounded like chocolate um, <laughs> by nineteen seventy five. So we we kind of done that for a little while, and then we eventually we kind of found our own sort of sound, and yeah, we had a gig coming up, and we needed a name for the gig, so we were just trying to come up with some some names and we ended up picking Castells and yeah then we released the song do you remember and can I, from can then I on just, kind can of I just say off. that Castells was not my idea yeah <laughs> so Rob's surname is Castellino so that's where it comes from we went through a, a couple of names um, I mean I don't remember all of them I remember Bayer was one uh, which is a town in France um, so that was one but I don't know, we didn't we thought it was a bit too similar to Bastille or something like that. Um so yeah, there was Bayer, there was oh, what else was there? Eli Banks. <laughs> Eli Banks, that was it. Um Eli Banks was gonna so, be one of our names. So there's a road near Rob's house called Ellie Bank <clears throat> and we were kind of coming up with names and I think Rob walked past it that day and was like, Oh, what about Eli Banks? And it kind of was our name for for about two, three months. And then we just decided that it sounded too much like a sounded solo, like a solo blues artist. artist called, yeah, from yeah, like, like country singer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from from I don't know Memphis or something called Eli Banks. So we just yeah decided not to go for that one. I think you missed um, the trick there, guys. If I'm honest with you, I think we did. I think yeah. we did. Well, side project, we, man. Side project. Yeah. We, we, we've already discussed a side project doing country music alone because yeah. we all we all love country music and nice. think that we could definitely do something like it. Like Connor's definitely done a few little country. Uh, there's a few country Easter eggs in some of our songs. Yeah, um, you, you so don't hear them, but if, if any, <laughs> well, no, if anybody does hear one, please tell us <laughs> because there's definitely fifteen. We forget out of that where they are. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, yeah, we. We ended up going with it, it was you actually suggested Crooks, but there was a band called Crooks already, yeah, a hardcore band. Um, and I was like, Well, what about your name, Castel- Castellino? Because it's a cool name, and then we just kind of shortened it to Castells, 
And Rob was like, no, I don't want to be called Castells. And we were like, we just need a name, man. Let's just go with it. <laughs> and, then, and here we are. And here we are. Yeah. Everyone's Castells. like, why did you name the band after yourself? You're such a knob. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I mean, you're right. I am a knob. But I, just, I didn't pick them up. <laughs> Correct. However. <laughs> oh, I do. Nice. Yeah. Probably the so, longest yeah. answer ever. But yeah, that, that is, that is <laughs> how we became Castells. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's good to know, know the history of like, where yeah. where it all sort of started and and Basically. how it grew into how it was now mm-hmm. um but going back like further than that what is your like personally your first memories of music because when we asked johnny last week um it was quite interesting chatting about how he he would dance around the house when he was like really young to sort of orchestral music and things that he can't really remember now but mm. it just remembers those memories do you have mm-hmm. sort of similar things to so like your first like say your first like album that you remember buying or or even the first music you remember in your memories i don't know uh, um come on rob you can start i was gonna say my first single was uh hearsay um gone what nice. it's called you be saying i'm driving you crazy that one I don't know yeah don't that know was my called. first ever single and i had it on cd and i played it over and over and over again because I really like that song, but it, it was also the only one I had, so that was pretty much all I got. Yeah, all I had going for me. Um, and then <laughs> my my dad is a musician. He was in a band as well growing up, um, and he played guitar. And one day he sat me down and was like, "Oh, do you want to learn?" And I was like, "Yeah, I don't know." You know, as a kid, you're like, uh, "I want to do fun things. I don't want to sit and learn something." <laughs> Mm. Um, and I picked it up and I played one chord and I was like that's me done <laughs> I was like no never <laughs> completed that it that was, that was annoying boring don't want to do it <laughs> your, your fingers hurt yeah genuinely <laughs> I'd, I'd done it for 10 seconds and I was like <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah so it was after like maybe a, a year or so after that um, my dad said you know you 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 understand music i can tell you understand music so why don't you give it another go and he basically sat me down with a guitar and said play just don't don't leave until you've learnt some chords i was like oh, okay so i did and i learnt the chords and um then i decided that actually it wasn't that bad after all so i started learning <laughs> more chords and then started wanting to sing, which I'm glad I never carried on with because I can't sing. Um, but I wanted to like learn chords for songs to be able to sing to them. Um, and then I just kind of ended up carrying on from there. Okay. Yeah, so my, mine's sort of similar actually. Um, well, not my first record. That was Umbop um, by Hanson. I remember my nice. dad brought that on vinyl actually. Oh, nice! And and, and funny, Mark, because like I said before, Mark, I've known Mark, the drummer of the band. I've known him since I was four. He used to come round, and my dad would put umbop on. Mark would pretend to play drums. I, for some reason, I was the playing decks. Is that <laughs> decks? <laughs> yeah, Just like scratching little, the vinyl okay, straight away. <laughs> I would mime that, and then my other friend Will would play air guitar. Um, so that was like my first memory of music i mean yeah yeah the first band um (laughs) (laughs) and the first record i bought myself was but two i've got 
the Avril Lavigne debut album, which I definitely used to kiss uh, the front cover of because I had the biggest Great. crush on Avril. Uh, I still do. Avril, if you're listening, you know I'm single. Um, and uh, and I also you, bought Avril. the I also bought the Busted album. Yeah, man. Um, and I li- I found Busted and Avril Lavigne. I was like, that's it. I'm a skater now. Literally bought myself a pair of three quarter length jeans, <laughs> a baggy t-shirt, rocked up to the year <laughs> four or five, whatever it was. Um, disco, like, yeah, I'm a skater boy. I was going to say year 3000 <laughs> is the, the name of the oh, song. Yeah. <laughs> four or five, <laughs> I was like, three thousand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then that, that's probably the first, like, those are the first records I, I got and the first sort of time I fell in love with music. And... Similar to Rob, my dad also is a musician. He sings. He can't play an instrument, but he he sings, and that's his sort of job. And from a young age, my dad's always been singing and sort of singing with me and sort of giving me tips and stuff like that. So yeah, that's sort of when I uh, that's the first sort of musical influence that I, I I had from my dad. And to be fair, he's still my biggest inspiration now when it comes to singing. Um, yeah, yeah, that's so. That's mine. That's how I got into nice. it. Would you say that um, any of those influences still, as in uh, any of those like early influences, still make their way through into your music today, or do you think you've left left behind that skater period? Or <laughs> <laughs> um, it's weird because it's kind of like that skater pop rock is really become popular again, like the. Uh, What's that song by Olivia Rodrigo? Is that her name? Is yeah. That good for oh, yeah. You? Good yeah. for you. Yeah. It's the one that sounds exactly Basically, basically misery, misery business. Yeah. 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 That one. <laughs> that's got super popular. And then a band called Beer Badoobie. They've got their oh, yeah, kind yeah. of grungy, poppy sort of sounding. Maybe it's coming um, back around again. Pale, yeah, definitely. Pale, pale Waves. Pale, pale came, Waves. And Machine Gun Kelly's trying to. Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly's trying to do the whole pop punk thing. So it's. It's it's getting there. I mean, I don't think Castells are going to turn like that. We do have we <laughs> during the uh, the lockdown and writing a lot of songs. We never said that all the songs were good, so some of them are <laughs> terrible. So and and a few of them are kind of around the Avril Lavigne and that sort of early two thousands pop rock kind of sound. A few of them sound like that. I mean, I, I'm not sure whether they're going to be released to the world, but you know, they're they're there. <laughs> They exist. B sides and be, demos. Might, might yeah, be on a maybe diff, on a distant <clears throat> album somewhere. Mm. Rarities album. I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, deeper so cuts. Like. Yeah, we, we, it's, this isn't this isn't Castell's greatest hits. This is Castell's greatest shits. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Look it's forward called. to that. That's, that's that's exactly what it is. <laughs> How would you say um, your approach is, like your approach to writing at least has changed since the time that Castell started? Oh, um, or is it much the same still? I think we know, having played gigs and like having re- finally released a few songs now, we kind of know what works for us and what people like as well and what would sound good live and, and all that sort of stuff. So we, we definitely bear that in mind, whereas when we first started writing together, we'd obviously never played a show. We didn't know what we should sound like and we it was kind of a little bit all over the place. Every song sounded like a different genre, um, but I feel like we've got a bit more of a identity now. We still, we still haven't perfected our sound. I feel like if you, if, if you're this early in your 
journey and you've perfected your sound then you're doing something wrong because you should always be evolving yeah but <clears throat> we um i don't know i feel like we just try and have a bit more fun with it now we, we write music that we enjoy whereas before i mean me personally i would always be like oh this is too this or this is too heavy or this is not not heavy enough or whatever i feel like we was always trying to be too perfect but now it's kind of we just write music which we enjoy making and would enjoy playing as well yeah we put like we particularly um focused on if we like this we'll carry it on um there's often the case that we don't like something but we will really work hard to make it something that we like because once you spent three hours on something you're like you don't want to waste that time um yeah. it's often those songs that aren't the best ones the best ones are the ones that tend to be written within a couple of hours yeah um, the accident sort of ones i guess yeah <laughs> just they just they just basically fall out um and yeah it's not yeah it's 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 the ones that take a long time that don't tend to make the cut uh, but then again we've got a couple that we've taken ages on like like i'm talking it's taken us weeks to get it right and we've come back to it and back to it and back to it and there's one or two of them that are probably one of our best songs so it it does go to show that some songs can get there if you give it the dedication basically so i just wanted to ask a couple of questions about the ep that has just come out um mm -hmm. how how was that process did, did where did you record it and stuff like that tell the story so that ep we actually started the recording process about two years ago maybe no probably more now well definitely more it was 2000 and 18 maybe 2019 i don't quite remember but oh we went what went so yeah that viola. would have been viola yeah i think so we started it in at the end of the year 2018 um we went to a studio called uh newman newman studios in where is it rob uh let's let's just say waybridge okay waybridge S something um, like that adelston yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's adelston. the actual place so a studio in adelston um we recorded two tracks there um, Viola was one of those tracks so we, we've had that song recorded for quite a while but we were just waiting for the right time to release it we didn't want to just chuck it out to the world without having anything recorded to follow it up, we didn't want to chuck a song out and then have 8 months of not releasing anything and then blah 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 um, well saying that we released Do You Remember and then didn't release anything for 3 years but <laughs> that was more <laughs> anyway so we, rec we recorded that in in Newman Studios uh, a couple of years ago and then Calling Me Out and Falling For You we recorded in I think September 2019 in um, I don't actually know what the name of the studio is but the producer I, <laughs> I think he's got a name I think it's just Andy's studio <laughs> yeah so the producer is called Andy Hall Hall his name so the guy's so great they named him twice um, <laughs> that's, that's so nice they named him twice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that man's so that man's so lovely that he has two names <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you were going to rhyme that as well that man's so lovely he's a probably I don't know he's a um, brother anyway, so, he is a brother <laughs> so we recorded those two calling me out and falling for you 
back in 2019. And yeah, we, we always knew that we were going to release them as singles. Um, but the idea of an EP came around during lockdown um, because we obviously couldn't get back into a studio. We wanted to re- go back in with Andy to record a few more tracks, but we couldn't do that, unfortunately. So we um, actually recorded it ourselves. So the, the final track on the EP is called Peach, and we recorded that in Rob's bedroom during lockdown. Um, we that The version that we released is actually the demo version. <laughs> that is the version where we we wrote it so we were basically but we were very happy with it so we released that version um and we thought it was quite nice because it's quite a kind of a rougher sounding song it's a little bit it's not punk but it's a slightly punkier than our other sound um than our other songs so we quite like the the fact that it was a bit rougher recording and not quite as clean and shimmery as the other tracks um so we thought that was a a good good enough song to round off an ep and uh yeah, so we just put our previous singles together and, and released it as an EP. Hopefully, we can do the same with future releases as well. But yeah, we'll, we'll find out. You will nice. find out. <laughs> <laughs> I guess is that is that all secretive at the moment? What's coming next, or are you just uh, keeping your cards close to your chest? Yeah, well, we we, we do know what's going to happen, but we we're trying to keep it a bit hush hush at the moment. But we definitely something that we can say is that we will be releasing more music before the end of the year <laughs> nice and I'm, I'm right in saying that you've got a gig coming up in the next few months what, where is that how can people uh, get to that um, so that gig is our first official headline show um, it is at the Grace uh, which is above the garage in Highbury and Islington. It's basically the two venues. It's just the upstairs one. Lovely little pub downstairs. And then go upstairs to the venue. Um, so we're really excited for that. Uh, we're even more excited because it's taking place on a certain somebody's birthday, Mr. Mm-hmm. Connor Crooks. Um, Ooh, so birthday. Yeah, I can't so. wait to see what he's going to be like on stage because <laughs> he's probably going to <laughs> have had a fair few drinks beforehand. Um, what's, what's the date for that then? Uh, the 3rd of September. Yeah. I'm so glad you know that. I said it's your Friday birthday, well. but didn't tell anyone what day that is. So <laughs> just assume that everybody everyone should knows know that. You're born. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Connor Crooks' uh, birthday. All right. Sweet. I'll oh, be yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah, a good, I'll, I'll good, good excuse sorry. to have a gig is, is someone's birthday because you know that people will come then, I suppose. Like. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> There's no excuse not to. Exactly. And yeah. we're, we're, and if we're, they don't, they're just bad friends, aren't they? We're definitely pushing for a sellout. Yeah, I hope nice. That. I think yeah. it's so a one. What's the capacity, Rob? Is it one twenty? I think it's more than or, that. I think or it's one forty. I don't 140 know. One forty or so. Maybe one forty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Fingers we're hoping to sell though. that out. But, so That'd yeah. be lovely Fingers to sell crossed. out. Let's move on to your well, what what I like to call in the what's inspired them chat. Um, so, is there any particular bands that you listen to that that made you want to do music? Basically, maybe um, maybe this is sort of going back to uh, early 
stuff but uh, early stuff um so m- so me and rob have actually been in bands before we were both in castells so i was in a band um with a few friends uh and mark was actually the drummer he was in the band as well it was called all she wrote if you search hard enough then you i'm sure you'll dig something up on online um, definitely sharing that yeah you <laughs> definitely can find some stuff i wouldn't advise it but you can um <laughs> Yeah, so me, Mark, and a few friends were in a band called All She Wrote, and we were kind of post-hardcore kind of sounding. We we, we was into our heavier stuff back then. Um, so we all, yeah, we basically just turned our guitars up as loud as we could, screened a load of rubbish into a microphone, all bought women's jeans from Primark, and just thought we were... <laughs> thought we were that. <coughs> oh, sorry, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we all just obviously thought we were a lot better than we actually were, because at the time we was about 16. So we our, our writing wasn't the best, but yeah, so that was the first sort of... Uh, experience I had of being in a band and we was in that band for a few years until until I was probably about 18 maybe and then that's obviously when I got close to Rob and then we decided to form Castells but Rob you was actually in a band as well wasn't you and funny enough you was actually in a band with Matt the bassist from Castells yep uh, alongside uh, Connor O'Mara who is the lead singer of Luna Bay um, we were in a lovely little kind of pop punk type British boy m- metal um, <laughs> that classic genre yeah, you, know, you know that genre um, something like that and, and we had the very the very rock name Come Sunrise um, which also you probably find somewhere if you look hard enough don't think you actually have to look that hard for that um, but um, I'd say like due to that I think our influences in Castells did stem from that. We, we've definitely all got a strong rock background. Um, like we all listened to it. We, I mean, most of us went through a phase of listening to metal. Um, I mean, we're all pretty broad with our genres anyway. But, um, yeah. but then I think like Castells is just like such a mix of like our old selves. Um, uh, probably. Uh, the indie that was in the charts at the time so let's be honest everyone says it but 1975 because they are so varied they were doing all the right things at the time we're definitely influenced by people like arctic monkeys as well but then there's that 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 strong like anthemic undertone that we were going for that really does stem back off of you know like even people like 30 seconds to mars all of those big rock um, you know, uh, kind of artists that were around back in the day. It's, it just all stems from our childhood, and Castells is probably like the weird mismatch, broken mismatch of all of that, <laughs> and it kind of works. So we'll just keep it, keep it going. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's like yeah. the the result and parts of it, I guess. Um, mm. Which is yeah, which is good. Um, so. Here is is a bit of a tough question that we've we've had issues with in the past. Um, could you choose three artists? The sky's the limit, and um, <laughs> you can collaborate with them. They could be dead. They could be alive. I mean, I mean, that's kind of the two options, really, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, who would you choose? Schrodinger's influence. Yeah. yeah. 
Not, are they yeah. dead or alive? Um, or are they in purgatory or you know somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in between? Yeah, yeah. somewhere <laughs> in between. Um, okay, so for me personally, um, it would have to be Elvis Presley. Um, I know the the musical <laughs> differences between Castells and and Elvis, but growing up, my mum and my dad would always be playing Elvis records. They have hundreds and hundreds of uh, sort of vinyls or CDs or cassettes or whatever it is from Elvis um, and they're the biggest fans of him so I think it would be weird if I didn't pick Elvis and also he's the, the coolest guy ever from from in, in, in his younger days maybe not so much in his other days but other than <laughs> me other than Rob obviously <laughs> he, he's like close second to Rob uh, in the coolest guy ever thanks um, but yeah, so I, my, my my personal choice would be Elvis Presley, and I would just, I'd have not only would I like to sing with him or or have him sing with Castells, I would also want to know so much about his life so I could report it back to my parents and let them know how yeah how how it went. <laughs> what about you, Rob? What would yours be? Um, do I have to do the other two? You no, you, you, you do one and then we'll pick <laughs> one together. Uh, okay. Um, Eric Eric Clapton, I'd say. I think he was, uh, well, was. He's still around. Um, but he's a great guitarist, really, really powerful musician as well. And he, he, was, quite, he was quite often doing multiple projects. Um, and I just think that's that's something that I aspire to do as well. Uh, just be able to to work on writing music uh, for Castells or just for myself or um, I I just love versatility and being able to write with other people as well so it's always really exciting and he he, he was a, a big influence in in that aspect and I'd love to kind of like see into his brain see what goes on um, because technically I have no idea what I'm doing half the time. So as long as someone else does, then it might help me out a little bit more. But yeah, he, he definitely Eric Clapton, I reckon, would be one of mine. Nice. And nice. joint one? Who's an wait, wait, say at the same time, ready? Do you reckon we got this? Yeah, we got, the <laughs> we got this. Okay, Are you ready? much of a band? <laughs> right, okay, wait, on, on the count of three. Three, two, one. Kings, Kings of Leon. Leon. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, Leon. yeah Kings, Kings of Leon. Leon. Yep. We'll, um, we'll take that Zoom Zoom delay probably helped you out there maybe but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping yeah. you'd go first but then I realised that I was the one that did the countdown um, <laughs> but um, yeah I think I think for me is Kings of Leon was the first first concert I ever went to um, it absolutely wowed me um, and de- them they're amazing songwriters as well they're weird but they're amazing you know they they have such interesting lyrical ideas and i just i think they're the type who would just stay up all night just to write a song that they're not even sure works but they'll do it anyway and then they'll record it the next day i think i think that's actually what they did for their song cold desert i think they were all really pissed and they'd been out and got drunk and um, the lead singer got lost in the desert and 
they found him and were like come on we're gonna go record this song we <laughs> think it's good and then they recorded it there and then apparently um but i could be wrong i could be making that up <laughs> yeah but maybe that maybe the original maybe demo was like uh help is anyone yeah. there the original <laughs> i'm in the desert <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cold in this hot desert yeah i think the i think the um another reason why kings of leon is because they've been around for for so long and they've never really lost their sound i mean obviously they've got a lot more poppy and their they, their older stuff was a lot more like punk rock sound but they're still they still have a very kings of leon sound to every it's probably maybe it's just caleb's voice but um they're and they're so it's difficult to be well i'm not talking from experience but i can imagine it's difficult to be relevant just as a re, uh, just as relevant now as you were 15 years ago um and there's not many bands who have released as many albums as them and stayed at that top level and it's uh, i mean the only other one i can think of would be arctic monkeys coldplay um yeah coldplay but maroon five (laughs) (laughs) well yeah but they're they're more (laughs) pop bands aren't they i'm talking about like in terms of rock and indie music it's quite hard a lot of artists come and go or have like a couple of albums and then fall, fall off but yeah kings of leon have definitely stayed at the top and i don't think there's many artists who could do that nice yes that's that's your free very interesting yep. different choices as well so uh yep that's yeah <laughs> interesting <laughs> um do you have yeah, any sound like sort a, of a bands mess if we all played together sorry yeah, yeah. Can you imagine all all three in yeah. the same yeah. same room and Castells? That would be a bit. Yeah, that that would be that be a mess. A I think we just turn ourselves <laughs> off and just go. You guys just play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, can you recommend any artists or bands that you know, uh, that you think deserve to be highlighted and shouted out in some way, or maybe we could chat to them in future. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we, we we've got a few friends who are who are in bands. There's obviously Rob's best friend Connor, who he said was in he was in the band before. Uh, they're called Luna Bay. They're doing really well at the moment. They've um, their latest single just got on um, Made in Chelsea, and they've been played on BBC Radio One a couple of times. So I just want to shout them out. Um, and to be fair, we we we're very fortunate to know a lot of musicians and we could be here for for ages talking shouting shout everybody outs, out shouting yeah. everyone out yeah but, i mean there's there's so many there's a band called the kind uh yeah. a girl called jane who me and rob um sort of met recently well rob yeah, more haven't, so haven't actually met her yet because of well, lockdown but <laughs> like uh, the internet met um yeah she actually started this amazing project called the 52 songs project um i mean check it out if you get a chance but it just it's basically just a bunch of songwriters all grouped together um and the the idea is that you write a song a week for the entire year uh hence why we've been absolutely smashing it with writing because we are keeping to that um within the group you know we've got amazing songwriters like we've got darla jade who um, has been absolutely killing it lately. She's been getting Radio 1 plays 
um, pretty much left, right, and centre with her releases is amazing. She got New Music Friday. We've got um, some like some others. We've got like a uh, Sophie Ackroyd, who's a female producer and songwriter. Um, she's she's amazing. We've written a couple of songs with her lately, and mm, we're, we're she, actually going to meet her on Friday. As Friday, well, so. yeah. So yeah. we're gonna gonna do a a song with her on Friday. Um, but yeah, so there's like a, a a huge chunk of these these amazing people that we're all really you know become really close with. Um, I think the there's a, a few more like our gig will be uh we're being supported by naked next door and uh joshua ziggy they're two great artists to check out and there's loads oh, God, we could be here for ages <laughs> yeah, i want to shout crazy. everyone out genuinely um i, I also just want to quickly shout out unfocused love as well because wow. yeah you guys are big yeah, there it is. I, I can imagine it's, <laughs> that's what i was waiting for <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's why you are we got anyway. you <laughs> send us an invoice lads That's yeah <laughs> um yeah just because i can imagine it's it's not easy starting a label from scratch with no sort of bigger sort of investor behind you so yeah shout out to you guys for for doing that well, you, yeah, you well don't know the capital that Keep Ant has behind I, I can imagine you're gonna sorry you don't know the capital that um the ants got behind you so. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, but we uh, yeah. So one million dollars. <laughs> I can imagine that you guys, if you keep it up, you do well. Yeah. So determined. Unfocused love. It's got a nice ring to it, you know. It definitely. Nice ring to it. We do try very, very hard. <laughs> good, good. Because it will pay off. It will pay off. We'll round up the this this little chat with uh probably the most important question of all is is what is your go-to karaoke song (laughs) good question um i didn't want to i didn't want you to prepare for this one because it's it's a very off the cuff thing when you're in you're in a karaoke bar you've got to choose straight away you you don't have a time to think yeah i know true um oh god what well last time i i sang karaoke was um it was in Amisham Arms. It was on a what's is a karaoke night on a Thursday, I think it is. Um, so it, I sang a Britney Spears song, and it was toxic. That's what I sang last time. Nice. Um, I didn't Baby, know can't you see? <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Nope. Yeah. So that words. was a, <laughs> that was a bundle of laughs for everyone else, I'm sure. Um, and another <laughs> good song would be "Where Is the Love" by Black Eyed Peas. I think that one just so you know just everyone just wants to sing along you know because where is the love you know we can all relate to that have you you seen the tiktok of the guy who can't work out what the lyrics are no and he just keeps keeps going people keep people dying (laughs) children people people dying and you can't get it right chicken people chicken people keep on dying children Um, children pickle (laughs) keep on flying <laughs> i actually i think pretty sure when i said uh when i sang that song um at we was at a night called face down which was like a rock and emo night and that song is obviously the least rock and emo song that you can get i'm pretty <laughs> sure i got all the words wrong when i was singing it as well even though they was in front of me but i was 
I mean, I, I was way too drunk. Yeah, I was going to say, how many that. how many red stripes did you have by this point? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> correct. Yeah. It, go, it goes well with the aesthetic of Amersham, man. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be absolute chaos. Like yeah. the yeah. Definitely. Um, what would yours be, Rob? Mine would be... I can't sing it because it's way too high, but I just think it gets everybody everybody singing it would be don't look back in anger by oasis yeah i think i think the whole place sings it with you so you don't actually have to sing mm. that's cheating um, yeah. that's good it's, 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 it's my smart smart way of thinking but it's also a brilliant song as long as you got your parker on and your tambourine out then that's fine that's all you need yeah, <laughs> yeah. i actually um i actually served uh noel in my in my job couple weeks ago really what? yeah yeah yeah. he lives he lives in the area where i work in maida vale sorry to uh bait you out now <laughs> I, ho- I hope you enjoyed the I ho- yeah exactly i hope you enjoyed the two bottles of wine mate Ooh. oh nice two <laughs> was he by yeah, himself yeah, yeah. yeah he was indeed he was indeed mm. so no come yeah. through man come through yeah. again <laughs> we'll get come him back on the podcast next time <laughs> come back for a couple of couple of bottles of wine yeah, yeah exactly like, invite him on next time man he might have been drowning his sorrows because he knew that Chelsea were going to beat him in the final. Oh, <laughs> I'm a Chelsea fan, so. You know, Sorry, this is a music podcast, not a football podcast. Uh, I hate to uh, interrupt <laughs> at this point, but. Uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to put my Chelsea shirt on for this interview, but, you know, I, I didn't. I, I've been wearing it too much recently. I thought I'd have a break. <laughs> yeah. You, you can wear the full let him have his, time. Let him have his moment. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Right, so it's been a it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on and, and learn more about Castells. Um Absolutely. if you if you want to yeah, catch thanks Castells, for having us. Yeah, cheers guys. Make sure you head down to the Grace in Islington on the third of September where it's their first headline gig. Where fingers crossed it's a sellout and that it's really good and that they remember how to play the songs. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. might yeah. be important. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, thank thank you very much for coming on. It's been yeah, th- it's been lovely. Thank you. Yeah, cheers. Thank guys. you very much. Thank you. Right. Cheers, lads. Cheers. Cheers, boys.